2: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Joy News Prime here uh, from our studios in Cocoa. We're live on DSTV Channel 421, go TV Channel 125, and around the world on myjoyonline.com. Coming up, this hour, uh, no longer a wanted man, Charles Bissu arrested and granted bail by Office of the Special Prosecutor, 14 days after a warrant was issued for him. Also, pay us 30% of debt owed, or we may not get to the June 30 deadline to go of the national grid indefinitely as it measures that government is yet to hold negotiation with the IPPs contrary to earlier claims. And good news for NDC's James, judge equation, as he is allowed by high court to miss court proceedings on Friday. He is set to embark on final round of campaign with the support of the party as the June 27 by-election approaches. At 8 p.m., I hand over to my man Pios uh, to come away with prime business. And the Ghana
3: National Chamber of Commerce and Industry expresses optimism: industry sector will bounce back in the next quarter despite the negative negative 3.2 percent recorded for the first quarter of the year.
4: Yes, but I'm still hopeful that um, something better will come out of it. That is what we all, we all want. We don't want this one in the it. It's looking for us. Hopefully, there um, may be some
1: positives in uh, uh, this one. 8.30, Roswathak, Musbal. Our members of parliament called for massive investment in sports infrastructure to improve the country's outcome in international competitions. To go back to the
5: drawing table and look at how football is financed and how sports is financed, to be able to win the trophies that we want this country to win. Else... We'll be wearing our national team shirts, going to the stadium and coming back home with high blood pressure and, and disappointment.
2: This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay with us for details.
6: Join News Prime
7: Headlines was brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time.
8: And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
9: Spices,
2: yes, our secretary to the dissolved inter-ministerial committee on illegal mining, Charles Bissou, is no longer a wanted man. According to a statement from the Office of the Special Prosecutor, he turned himself into the office and was immediately placed under arrest, interviewed, and subsequently released on bail. His lawyer had earlier called the bluff of the Office of the Special Prosecutor after the OSP secured a warrant for his arrest earlier this month. What more do we know about this incident? Legal Affairs correspondent Joseph Akablay joins us via Zoom now. Joe, what more do we know on this matter?
8: And So we understand that once he showed up in court, and he was engaged by the officials from the office of the special prosecutor, and uh, they placed him first under arrest, and then proceeded to uh, have a discussion with him in relation to the matters that they wanted to engage him on. Mm-hmm. And so that engagement took place, and once it concluded, if we understand the questions generally centred around. Uh, the issues of possible missing nuggets, nuggets that were seized, gold nuggets that were seized from illegal miners, which had been had gone missing. There were issues about missing excavators that also came up strongly. Mm-hmm. Then generally about the expenses of the inter Committee on Illegal Mining, whether there was proper accounting for that. Uh, we know that quite recently the issue of the missing excavators has become quite tropical. And So once that was done by way of the initial questioning, then he was admitted to Bill we do not know the specific terms of the conditions in terms of the sum, but what we understand was that he had to provide two sureties, i.e., it means that two individuals had to sign assuring the OSP that in the event he's looking for Charles BSU and the order to find him, he can hold these individuals responsible to make sure that he shows up. And so that is by way of what we know in terms of this particular matter, someone.
2: Uh, we knew that the injunction against the executing of the arrest warrant will elapse in 11 days. What then happens after that is expired?
8: In fact, as far as the OSP is concerned, they say that there is no warrant that they have secured, even though we know that lawyers for Charles Bissou specifically and constantly, even in the application that they filed uh, to the court, made reference to some warrant that they believe had been secured from the Kanishi District Court. In fact, it is... On the back of that judgment that you ruling that you obtained from the court, that barred the OSP from enforcing any such warrant if it had secured same. It is that reason that we know that Charles Hugh, in the last couple of days did not show up at the office of the special prosecutor. What we do not understand now is what has accounted for the change in decision from decided that I'm going to turn up to I'm not going to turn up because of the warrant and the order from the court that has put that warrant on hold and now that they seem to show up and being arrested and being put on bail. But what we understand is it may be, there may be some form of connection to the case. one of the cases that is filed against the OSP that is coming up tomorrow, and this may be a sign of good faith that they are showing even before they show up in court. And so that is the connection that we've been able to make. But we know that that particular order, like you already pointed out, after 10 days, it's a last. So on the 11th day, there will not be any such order on the special prosecutor. But at least the OSP did make it clear that Power
2: to arrest without warrant and we 've also now seen Mr. Bcu turn himself in as well okay grateful to you um, my, my Joseph Akablay. there now to other stories, the independent power producers IPPs are forcefully demanding a government pays 30 percent of debt owed its members or risk the national grid shut off indefinitely after June 30. This threat comes in the wake of government's failure to commence payment negotiation with the IPPs. Currently, government owes the IPPs over $1.4 billion out of the $2 billion total energy sector debt. A couple of weeks ago, Managing Director of the Electricity Company of Ghana, Samuel Dubik Mahama, told journalists that his outfit is leading talks with the independent power producers to avoid a possible shutdown of the power plants.
10: Very, very productive. Discussions and they would not go off with all confidence. I would say ignore because we do owe them, so I would say ignore. But what I'll say is that the conversations are far advanced to avert something like this, and so I can say with all confidence that it won't come to that. There are a few NDAs in place, but uh, let me give you a small hope. We are trying to find a way to make sure that the money expected of us to pay is reasonable and is within our reach because what IMF is saying that ring fence legacy debt but you have to stay current if the 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 those excess and idle capacity charges are still existent we cannot be current because we will still be punching above our our, our weight limit so we need to find a way with all of them at the table to agree on a on an amount or a tariff that holds this uh, cap, the, these uh, excess payments for a longer period of time and then we can consider it in a different form for them. Fairness, everybody has a different way of how they set up the plant. Yeah. Some of them self-financed so they don't really have lenders that are disturbing them. Others have lenders that are disturbing them. As I said, everybody's problem is different.
2: Now the IPPs, however, discount search negotiations have been hard with government. Eliklim akbar a CEO of the Chamber of IPPs. Uh,
11: we've not received any substantive payment uh, to sustain our operation or our pressing obligations that we need to fulfill through our stakeholders. Uh, So I can say we've not made any improvement in our efforts to have our
12: areas paid. Initially, we were told that the ECG is supposed to lead some negotiations with you to do some monthly payment to defray the debt over time. Uh, Has that negotiation started so far? No,
11: we've not had any negotiation in that regard. None of the IPPs have been engaged in any conversation or discussion regarding that proposal. Besides, if they talk about monthly payment, you know our bills have to be settled within a specific uh, time frame that we call a credit period. Usually, uh, we can say 40 to 45 days. So we expect periodic payments, as and when uh, revenues are collected, to be disbursed. And we expect that by the end of those credit periods, the monthly bill or invoice will have been settled fully. But that is not the case. So. I don't think it requires any new negotiation in that regard.
12: Does that mean that you haven't heard anything officially from government since you put out that notice? Nothing officially
11: from government, except for some interventions that uh, has been made by the World Bank with uh, the Ministry of Finance. Uh, what we heard unofficially was that they do not have that money to pay. So uh, I can say that that is the only feedback we heard unofficially.
13: Well,
12: what was the World Bank's proposal? Oh, I cannot tell exactly what the proposal was. Or
11: they were just sharing uh, concern about the situation and uh, with the assurance to engage government. But actually, that is the feedback we
12: got. With all of this plane, will our lights be on after 30th June? Oh, definitely. If
11: there is no remedial action, uh, I cannot guarantee light from
12: 30th of June. Which will mean that uh, almost half of the power that feeds homes and uh, industries in Ghana would go off. Is there anything else government can do to avoid the lights going off?
11: Uh, the ball is telling the court of government or ECG we have made a demand. Actually, they should show a good faith and say, oh, looking at the condition at stake, uh, can we offer you 20%? And, uh, we, you know, we have Always cooperated all this well. Not so they. They've not shown really any good faith towards our demand. But our demand is purely based on what we need to uh, solve our challenges. There has not been any counter proposal from them.
2: Alekling Afetobow is the CEO of the IPP sh- Chamber. Now I'll still say in the power sector, former power minister Dr. Colonel is asking government to retrofit simple cycle thermal power plant into combined cycle ones. Debt is crippling the country's power sector with the IPPs threatening to shut down their plant if the government does not pay their $1.5 billion debt. Speaking to Start News, the Pro-East MP argued conventional resistant simple cycle plant into combined cycle ones will increase availability capacity at a lower cost to enable the country export power through the west african power pool dr donko has therefore admonished the government to cease lamentations over excess capacity charges le- leading the way through policy in ensuring export of power
14: this discussion to efficiency there is the market in burkina faso there is increased demand from Mali and Niger. We are unable to meet the demands there, partly because they believe is that our power is slightly more expensive than from other places. But for some of them, they are potentially a captive market. If we drive efficiency. The world will be our oyster. Let's move the discussion from the pedestrian and let's go to the thorough. Let's look at thorough arguments, thorough discussions. Let's look at progressive improvements in efficiency. How many simple cycle plants do we have? Car power is also a simple cycle plant. We should be providing the incentive and moving towards combined cycle plants, AXA. So that is from the generation side. That is where I want the Ministry of Energy, Energy Commission, and all the other stakeholders. That is that should be our thrust moving towards generation efficiency
2: Joining us on the line is ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee, John Chinapol. Uh, Grateful to you, Honorable, for joining us here. Now, first, if these monies were approved by Parliament, we understand that there's there's some monies that Parliament approved to be given uh, or to be expended in the energy sector. Why haven't the IPPs been paid?
15: That's very strange. That's very surprising. I do recall that in 2019, as part of the Eurobond issuance, the finance minister, in the prospectus, when he presented the anticipated use of proceeds, he was quite categorical that 1 billion was needed to refinance some energy sector IPPs. In his opinion, in order to make it cheaper, in addition to that, they had established what they call the Energy Sector Recovery Program. Which was supposed to end this year, and even boasted of his ability to save over five billion. We granted him that request. The money was indeed sourced, and the money was deposited in the Bank of Ghana. 2019 to date, that money has not been used for that intended purpose. The Minister of Finance has not come to Parliament to request for a variation on the use of proceeds. My investigation indicates that that money has been used for other purposes other than these energy sector-related payments. And so it's surprising that you come to Parliament, seek approval, get the proceeds, only to turn around and use the money for some other expenditure. It's quite worrying, and I think that's something that we ought to take up in Parliament and demand some level of accountability.
2: Well, did did your investigation also tell exactly what the monies have been used for?
15: Not exactly. Not exactly. My information for the Bank of Ghana indicates that it does appear that, and this is information on it, that government owes the Bank of Ghana so much, you would recall that when we had economic crisis, all the maturing uh, treasury bills, government could not refinance. So Bank of Ghana had to store up the capital requirement for these maturing bonds to the tune of about $70 billion so far. Indeed, Bank of Ghana had indicated that there were a short-term debt instruments. They were expecting government funds, and when the funds are available, they would make do. Government never got that money. And so the information I am getting, which is unconfirmed though, is that Bank of Ghana has laid hands on those funds. Mm-hmm.
2: From where you sit, I'm sure you do have a lot of information in this. Government sources are telling us that at least they can confirm that ECG has been able to reach an agreement with AXA Energy and Car Power. We're trying to lay hands on the Chamber of IPP so we could confirm we haven't. But can you also or do you also have any information to this respect that in fact and indeed ECG has had any agreement with AXA and Car Power?
15: Indeed, I was going to turn around and pull the new AXA documents that I have over there for you. It's not true. They have not reached any new agreement with AXA. The AXA contract has elapsed completely. So you cannot renegotiate really a contract that has elapsed. The contract was for five years. That contract ran its full length to maturity in June 2022. What this government has done rather. Right is to sign a new contract with AXA for 15 years. Not the five years that we signed. I have the contract right here. And if you give me just a minute, I'll show you the contract. Mm -hmm. And in that contract, there are take-or-pay clauses. This very same take-or-pay they spoke against. And I refer you to clause 5.1. I'll put the documents and just show you that clause. Mm. So, it is not true that they've reached any agreement with ACSA. On the contrary, they've rather extended that contract by signing a completely new contract. That contract does not even refer to the old contract. So, it's not a novation. It is not a renegotiation. It's a new contract for the same plant that was brought in by the Mahama administration. That's the 377
13: recording this progressive commercial on a real boat to let people know that when you bundle your home, boat, and other vehicles What was that, flow? Progressive saves you money, Jamie. Why are we doing this on a
6: boat? We were going for authenticity We're going to the city? Authenticity
13: You mean Atlantic City? But we're not in the Atlantic Are we?
0: Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. ...megawatt capacity
15: plant. Mm. Aside from that, they've signed another new agreement with AXA for a 205-megawatt capacity plant for 20 years. That agreement also has take-or-pay clauses in that new agreement. And I have made that available for you. Uh, with car power, they have not reached a conclusion with car power yet. What they are seeking to do is to extend car power from 10 years to 20 years. In the energy sector, any time you extend the contract duration, automatically the price comes down. Because after 10 years, car power will have to spend a lot of money to decommission the plant, demobilize, and probably take it to another country. The question is, would they get a contract? And so if you have an opportunity to lock in a contract for 20 years, and bear in mind these plans normally would be around for about 20 to 30 years, eventually you you are recovering the whole cost. And automatically, that brings the price down. So it's just to be expected. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, you are on the Mines and Energy Committee. We are being faced with a threat of shutdown. What is your committee doing to play your part in ensuring that the lights do stay on?
15: Yeah, I spoke to the chairman of the Marketing Committee. I, I'm calling on him to call for an emergency meeting with all the stakeholders so that we can get up-to-date briefing. What this government has failed to do is to disaggregate the energy sector debt, i.e. the debt accruing from fuel consumption, debt accruing from what we call the reserve margin,
1: okay.
15: debt accruing from losses, for ECG alone makes losses of about 30%. So out of every power sold, 30% is unaccounted for. The debt accrues from exchange rate losses because all the power virtually is sold in dollars. Mm-hmm. And if you take the, the recurrent expenditure in mm-hmm. the energy sector, about 80% of it is dollar denominated. So when your city depreciates, the way it depreciated mm-hmm. in 2021 20, and 2022, I.e., moving from, in one year, 6.5 cities, hitting almost 17 cities, mm. okay. means that you require a lot of money. And don't forget, PORC did not increase tariffs to match the rate of depreciation. So there's been a
9: huge
15: debt accruing from the CDs performance. Okay. I all thought right. that what government would have done is to disaggregate all these debts into their various companies. Okay. So that we can have a better appreciation of where the debt is coming from. Mm -hmm. Then we can make a proper analysis and offer some suggestions on the way going forward.
2: I'm grateful to you for joining us uh, here now um, to other stories. Consultant on Land Use and Administration Kwame Jan is urging the Inspector General of Police to consider assigning competent... Professional and neutral personnel to land guard prone areas in the country according to him some police officers stationed in peri-urban areas Where the activities of land guards are prevalent are compromised thereby making law enforcement difficult The senior law lecturer at the University of Ghana's law faculty says until the change is done land guards will continue to terrorize landowners
7: Why is everybody? For trying God. <laughs> to take land encampments and <laughs> tell me yes because the title is secure, secure. primarily, maybe ninety eight percent. You know why? Because the hands of the state was involved mm. in the acquisition and the setting out yes. of that place. Now we have issues with the Lands Commission yes. because we think that in some cases they there, there right. are systems for allocating public lands are not open, are not transparent, politicized, and so on. But look at the other side, where we left it in the hands of the traditional owners. The state could still allow owners to own their land, but the state should have taken charge of land use. One of the recommendations I'll make to the RGP, the RGP should begin a process of reviewing who he is posting as police commanders yeah, to, to the peri-urban areas. If we, as a country, want to deal with the problem of land guards, mm. so the IGP should plan his life to post police personnel with a certain degree of competence and integrity to those areas. Look, places like Amasaman, mm. Ashaman, Afenya, Kasoa, mm. but these areas are where ineffective policing is giving birth and nurturing these kinds of behaviors.
2: Our director of the Faculty of Academic Affairs and Research at the Kofi International Peacekeeping Training Center, Professor Kwasianing, says he is ready to show the police the identity and location of some land guards terrorizing developers in the South municipality. Activities of land have been in the news lately following the police killing of five land guards the service also labelled armed robbers. Speaking to join you, Professor Aining said the land guards are operating freely because they enjoy the support of some influential persons in society.
16: If you go to Peacetown in the South municipality, there's a major criminal there called Black. Black who is located in Galilea, Manhameh. Old gangster, And please, Chief, if you are listening to me, and then Red Moro at Tumofa. These two steal people's lands. They managed to get some documentation through this allergy that people are back in these lands. The question that it raises is that should I also use my contacts to get people who are better armed to go and face these people? That does not make it right. So we are seeing the acceptability and the expansion of a group of individuals who think they can legitimately threaten honest citizens, steal their properties, threaten to murder them, and so, so much fear in society that they become a law unto themselves. The unfortunate thing is that next year, a lot of these people will be in very high demand as vigilantes.
2: Now, good news for NDC's James equation as he is allowed by a high court to miss court proceedings on Friday. He said to embark on final round of campaign with the support of the party as the June 27 by-election approaches. Details of this and more coming up after the break.
17: Court. Who does prosecutions in this country? AGs, mm-hmm. the police. Yeah. So you have done the person has done the thing wrong. Mind you, he has to go to a process of prosecution. They have to go to courts. The court has to find them. The judiciary has its part to play. The police have their part to play. For the land administration side, the fact that you make registration easy, determination of title easy, that will be the role that land administrators will have to play in able to resolve who owns what Mm -hmm. to assist the courts in taking their decisions. Assuming Red went to do this on behalf of somebody, did the prosecution extend to those who have uh, deployed or employed a person to come there? The law says they should be done. So the police must take that that path. (laughs)
8: The malaria will knock you down, eh? no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. You <laughs> <laughs> and your fufu, but I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaria one
13: time.
20: When Malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and lumefantrine. comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of Malaria.
6: Great to have back. Thank you.
20: No problem. Mala 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
9: Mothers of Africa. Mama, will
6: I ever be a soccer champion for Ghana? Well, you've got to be like a geisha ball. Stay strong and go so far. Never give up. Till you reach your goal Okay, Mama,
9: I'll be strong and go so far Lasting long like this geisha bar. Be strong (laughs) and last long Like geisha with the EcoBank Salary Account, oh, okay. the Salary Account, you will enjoy free life insurance, oh. free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double Shh. your salary. A hundred savers, and even more consolation rewards in the
8: EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded. Guy, this EcoBank Salary Account sounds interesting. Uh, oh. what do you think? Uh, uh, yara. but maybe next time, Charlie. You know what? I will go shine and shoot. Yo. Me
21: safe, I need to go check my baby.
9: We are...
0: <laughs> Open an EcoBank salary account today For a lifetime of benefits You also stand a chance To win more than double your salary In the Bank double salary Promo Reloaded From now till July 31st Terms oh and conditions boy, apply boy, and
20: under
9: supervision Of
0: National Authority Greatest Lottery Packo, the
9: panafrika. Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress, but no, that is not true. Me and Kasano, adiabi ame yebiyano. Me chishenge papa no, and when I find it, I stick to it. My chisho when ya bell pad tissues, bell pad ewe tiro. Bell Park T roll! Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me you It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. the One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Pack today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, t roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Pack is simply the best. It's just perfect.
6: Nothing feels so good like Bell
0: There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Yes, because on Global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver.
6: Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank, thank you. you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you.
12: Mommy, I'll buy a baker. <laughs>
18: The big house. Thank you.
0: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Island for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer last till 31st July 2023. Tell and conditions apply.
2: break now an Accra High Court has granted a request by NDC's James Dutch equation to be allowed to miss court proceedings on Friday this will give him room to embark on final round of campaign ahead of Tuesday's by-election his legal team has in the last few days made a strong case for suspension of the trial insisting the poll is a national assignment legal affairs correspondent Joseph akabla reports the legal arguments on Wednesday
8: centered mainly around some comments that the Attorney General had made, which the lawyers of Mr. Quisin considered to be inappropriate, and they put that before the court. The AG defended himself and insisted that those comments he made were within law. At the court, he had asked the court to actually strike out some documents that had been presented, making reference to those statements, but the court disagreed and admitted them, after which it heard arguments on whether or not it should put the case on hold. And uh, The court took the view that it was going to deliver its ruling on that particular matter on June 23. A request was made by Mr. Chikata that Mr. Kwesin be allowed to excuse himself on that particular day. Another request that the court also granted. And so the court will be sitting on June 23 to deliver its ruling in respect of whether the trial should be put on hold. But the NDC's legal directorate, led by Abraham Amaliba insists that they believe that the AG is conducting himself in a manner that is inconsistent with the law.
22: which means that tomorrow we are not coming to court but on the 23rd the court in its own wisdom dispense of his presence in court which means that effectively he is supposed to come after the elections and so clearly we want to be thankful to the court, the judge and to say that we are most grateful for the ruling given to us today, because we have achieved what we wanted to achieve. You notice that Mr. Chikate's supplementary affidavit was supposed to give to the court a plethora of conduct that the attorney general has displayed, which conduct does not sit well with our legal profession. And you notice that he quoted the Legal Profession Act, which does not allow for comments, such as what the Attorney General engaged in. And so the Attorney General's conduct was an issue before the court. And uh, I'm happy the senior, Chajujikata,
8: took him to the cleaners. Deputy Attorney General Alfred Tia strongly disagrees with this particular view. It's,
15: uh, the court agenda matter to the 23rd. When it comes to adjournment, it is a duty of the court to determine when it's convenient to hear a matter. And the court also made an order dispensing with the presence of our attendance of the accused person. The judge has made an order. We are bound by the orders of the court. On the 23rd, we'll be in court. And it sent a very dangerous precedent that we can use any means to frustrate processes. But we are cool with it. We'll be back on Friday. They will come back and they hear the matter.
8: I mean, in terms of the comments that happened in court today, it appears they have some serious issues with the conduct of the attorney general. I mean, how is the office treating these allegations of prejudice that is being leveled against the AG?
23: They've they've never laid any basis.
15: There's nothing to hold on to. It's, It's been made out of frustration and nothing else. The AG has done absolutely nothing wrong. His comments have been on point. And if they think... Something on top has has been uh, done by the AG. They
8: know what to do. Uh, One individual who had wanted to lead the opposition in DC as its flag bearer, Kojo Bonsu, was here to support uh, Mr. Kwezin. And he says, what is happening in the court is setting a bad precedent. I think um, this is totally
17: unfair. And we're going through the rules of the law. Um, We can't be coming here daily as the man is campaigning. Anyway, l- let's see what happens on Friday. And I think the judge did very well. Said we should just rest and come in on Friday. And I think um, we are watching. It's you see, it's precedent that they are trying to set,
8: and it's going to be a problem in this country. But I believe that justice must prevail. So the case is back in court on June twenty three. And Mr. Kwasin believes it offers him the opportunity to go about with his campaign. Kwasin, are you satisfied with the
14: outcome? Well,
17: I mean, it's, it's already been expressed, so I'm not going to comment further.
14: You are ready to get onto the campaign grounds now?
17: I'm, I'm leaving court and going right down to the grounds.
24: Yes. To? I mean,
8: so far in terms of how it's going, you are confident that you are going to win a seat. once again. Already won.
24: He is going to win. He is going won. Won. He's got to win.
8: For joining us from the law courts complex, my
2: name is Joseph Akable. We
13: want our to win.
2: Now, eight out of 11 aspirants have successfully filed nominations to contest the upcoming MPP flag race. The remaining three have until June 24 to file nominations. Samuel Mbrov, our political desk, has been following the election process from the MPP headquarters and filed this report.
8: The aspirants have exceeded the threshold of five. This means the MPP will have to conduct a national superdelegates conference to trim down the numbers to five in accordance with its election guidelines. One of the aspirants, former general secretary of the MPP, Kobine Japon, after filing his nominations, reminded
24: delegates to be mindful about the kind of candidate they will vote to represent the party. I urge all party delegates to consider this. The future of our party and our country rests in your hands. In fact, it is in your bosom. They have a responsibility to choose the next leader of our party with wisdom and forethought. I want to paraphrase the great writer, Octavia Butler. Quote, if you elect a Poodle, you should be prepared to be led by unseen opportunists lurking in the shadows who control the Poodle. If you elect an acquisitive person, then be prepared to have our precious resources plundered. On my part, I seek to restore our cherished values of service, sacrifice, and selflessness back into our body politics. It is these principles that have ensured the sustainability of this political tradition in the 63 years of political vagaries in this country. Mr. Japon therefore says he has five new dawn measures he intends to use to transform the country if elected. Ghana is really at a crossroads, and what the country urgently needs now is a new dawn of astute political leadership with a vision that inspires hope in the youth and rekindles the faith of Ghanaians in our constitutional democracy.
2: A two-time finalist, Premper College, yesterday thrilled judges with research-based presentations as they webbed the rich school to book a place in the quarterfinals for the 2023 edition of the Love FM High School Debate. In a nerve-wracking contest on the motion, women should pay less income tax than men, Prenn College referred to stories on the economy featured on the joint US channel to emerge winners. and Yadom reports. We find ourselves at a very pivotal moment in history, where the glorious call for gender equality reverberates across the
8: globe. Each school showed
25: class in a positive character towards booking a place in the quarterfinals. However, Prempe College had the best return on investment. Supporting the motion, Prempe College walloped the Ridge School 1966 as they referred to stories on the economy featured on the Joy News channel to affirm the need for women to
18: pay less income taxes than men. The House for clear arguments in development. Let's watch this video.
6: Basel at the Central Business District of Edum has been absent major shops have been locked up red pieces of club revenue authority posted to their shops now that the shops are closed how will i survive today i am a single
18: mother hmm, dr peter my point is simple if we are to reduce the income tax rate paid by women it will ginger more women to establish more businesses
25: it was all joy for the two-time finalists prepper college hopes to win the ultimate first timers the rich school 1966 are hopeful of claiming the title in the next edition
12: the good news is that we still have some Years ago, We can make ourselves better and this isn't the end. We'll come back, we'll come back better and who knows if we meet next time maybe it might be us who is winning. But it, it was a good debate. I'm glad that it happened. It didn't really go our way but we did our best and in the end what happened happened it was a good
25: competition you really did your best and you have some three years ahead of you you can do much more better let me come back to prempe college i was so impressed with with the evidence the visual evidence you put out there you made reference to join News's um feature on the state of the economy how did you come by this who would want to tell me more about that let me find out from you the principal
26: speaker it's, it's all about deep research we we stay up do most of our researches very well because it's, it's only research that will make us win such a contest. Because obviously the, the society and other societal occurrences do not support this motion. That is why we, we had to fight harder to get effective researchers to back our claims. How did you
25: come by that story on the state of the economy? I remember my colleague Mona Lisa Frimpon did the story on traders complaining about the state of the economy. How did you come by that story um, featured on the Joy News channel?
26: Okay, personally we are lovers of multimedia. We follow Joy Prime, Joy News, Adam TV, and we listen to news most of times. So when this motion came up, oh, I, I remember something like this on Joy News, so let's go for it and fix it in the motion.
25: That, that was beautiful. They remembered that we have a story on the state of the economy featured on the Joy News channel. They went back there, digged into it, came out with that visual or that story, and they made it an evidence to support their point. For Joy News, my name is Dana Uh love.
2: Takes a backseat as St. Peter's SHS chooses the path of knowledge, breaking the heart of their female affiliate, St. Rosa's SHS, in a captivating clash of wits at the NSMQ. With an impressive 24-point gap between St. Peter's and the next School, their victory shines bright. Yet it seems their love remains unscathed, transcending the realms of academic rivalry. Michael Ashley was there in our report. <laughs>
6: I'm
27: That St. Roses. They have lost to their boys' affiliate school, St. Peter's Senior High School, their affiliate boys' school. But they are so jubilant, they are so elated. Let me find out from them, why are they still happy? I mean, you lost, but against your boys' school.
28: Wasi is real. Wasi, we will go ahead of them. Yes. Yes. We don't right talk now, much. Yes. Yes, we cannot not be ahead of them in the National Science and Maths quiz, but we are still ahead of them academically.
27: But they are your boys, who shouldn't be disappointed, right? No.
28: We are not disappointed, no, we, are all, no. we are happy for them. We are happy, we are happy for them too. we are happy for, for them. them. Yes, we are happy for them. Yes, we love them. Yes, we love them. them. Yes, oh, them.
27: are yes, yes, But I mean, are you going to break your relationship with them?
28: Oh no, 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 no. We
6: love
28: love yes, them. We, we like them. We are wise. Yeah. We We love them. Yes. By the means of education, is we know our limits. Yes.
6: But
27: you want you chose Amadawasi, right? Yes.
28: yes, First fight, first face. It's a for us. There is a rule. Yes. yes. I Come
27: again, say it again.
28: Behind every successful man, there's a woman.
27: I see. So, for them, behind every successful Pesco boy, there's a roses lady. So, I mean, let's find out from the gentlemen that have won the contest today. So, now we have the gentlemen that have delivered that victory for St. Peter's Senior High School. I mean, how does he feel? Oh, we feel okay. And we thank God that uh, we've made success. And then we are hoping for the best in the nationals that we are coming for. I see, but you are going on to the nationals and there's a regional champion. Let's start with the regional championship. What should we expect from you? Are you going to win again? Expect nothing but the best. And the God who brought us here, who brought us there too.
28: Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter.
6: The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot,
28: what day was it?
0: See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with Home Quote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
8: are not I DBS dance. not not a good answer, after good answer More <laughs> more musicians factories And I said, a piano recommend DBS Trust. DBS trust.
21: Madam, I'm looking for Abna
28: Abna there is someone looking for you,
9: madam. Please, where's Sabina?
6: Abena, Yes, yes ma'am. Is this who you are looking for? No. Ah.
8: Uh. Madam, please get me up now.
28: Please. Bella. Oh, Abna! na Abna, Abna! na,
8: Oh,
17: Abena.
28: It's
8: not Abna Rice. <laughs> it's in your bed. No more. Abna Rice. And me jimkwa. FDA.
6: I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you.
12: Mommy, I'll buy a big
18: I'll buy a big house. Thank you.
0: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July, 2023. and conditions apply.
8: Vet Investment Limited
2: Welcome back, time for us to bring you Showbiz and Becky Becks is in the house today too to bring us. Yeah.
29: We're still talking about Yvonne Nelsing, you know yeah. that uh, is the first time she uh, went out to sign um, the book for uh, fans who have come from very far uh, to purchase the book, the, book. the mm. very book that has got Canadians talking. So we were at the mall uh, earlier this afternoon and here. Yeah, is what
6: we came up. My copy of the book, as you can see, it has been signed by Yvonne. and I'm so happy I got this. <laughs> but you've not had like a read yet. You've not read it yet. No, I've not read a chapter. i heard of the rumors on social media, and so today I decided to get a copy for myself because I'm really interested. This is a book that tells a story about a lot of women in the country.
20: Um, I've heard, you know, I've had a glimpse of it, and I'm yet to read the main book.
6: You've had a lot, so what, like, what are you curious about in the book?
20: Well, I'm curious about everything, you know. So I want to read the whole book and then, you know, have my own fair idea about who everyone Nelson is and what she stands for. Okay. Why I'm buying
22: the book is the trends on Twitter and what popped up. Got me interested to buy the book and read more about it. It's not just about um, on partner. I realized there's a lot of um, life stories about her inside, so
12: that's what got me to buy the book.
5: I love to read. Okay, so um, I heard about what was
12: going on and I wanted to know more. Oh, no curiosity. So I came here to get one and also get one from what she placed down here. You know, we all live life, and then from someone's life, you can also accumulate more knowledge and they know the rights and the wrongs and thing, things to do and things not to do. But so that's the main reason why I came here.
29: So at the events, Brace, um, they tried to get everyone Nelson to talk about, you know,
2: the, the book. said. You time she said you know, she, said she, said she, she, she will speak.
29: Yeah, she said she will But she said something uh, about the fact that uh, she believes that the mom is also, uh, also reading the book and the fact that everybody is reading the book makes her very happy
12: i believe she's also reading
16: your mom is reading the book
29: everyone everyone is
19: reading
12: we're number one on apple memoirs and mm-hmm. biographies so it's good i've got people reading So i want people to grab it you know grab it and read
29: so well she's excited people are reading obviously everybody has gone back to the book we are not on social media doing anything uh let's talk about uh kelvin boy he's released a song so for those of you who don't know kelvin boy is out with vero and this is what you should update your playlist with
6: i know without yeah go you you i down i be like she give me cold cause she just love me for days. Oh yeah. be my woman. want make you be my woman, 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 make you be my woman, Be my woman. want make you be my woman, woman, woman? My woman. What make you be my woman. She give she not the long. In on me art, where she belong, she full of eyes. Without her tongue, she pushing
18: thing, she scream more. That's
29: a new one coming uh, from Kelvin Boy. Do uh, join, uh, you know, the fun and download and share and play a role. Vero, uh, why do you have somebody? No, no, no I'm not going to ask you whether you have <laughs> no, a girlfriend. No, no
2: I don't, do You have I a don't.
29: sister called Vero. No, I don't.
2: I don't. I only have an auntie kind of who's called Vero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, In yes. I'm sure she's watching us now.
29: That yeah. I'll see your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about uh, Jonathan Majors. You know that we haven't you know, really heard anything about his mm-hmm. case, but mm-hmm. uh, Megan Good supported her rumored boyfriend, Jonathan Majors. During his Tuesday court appearance as he faces assault and harassment charges that think like a man actress and uh, the uh, Jonathan Majors held hands as they entered the and exited the Manhattan criminal court in New York City. Good who is 41 wore a nude dress and matching trench coat. She completed her look with a nude clutch and a pair of sunglasses, majors who is 33 don a wrinkled dark brown blazer white button up and a pair of brown slacks during the court appearance judge ritual set um, an august 3 date for a trial in major's case following his march arrest at a time that creed three star was arrested on charges that included alleged strangulations after his ex-girlfriend grace claimed they got into an altercation he was released on his own um of protection the judge Informed Majors and his attorney Priya on Tuesday that the actor must continue to obey the full stay-away order for protection, which includes no contact with his ex. So that's uh, new uh, with Jonathan Majors. I, it appears that um, he um, he and Megan Good they mm-hmm. they're, they're mm-hmm. having a very good time. Megan is very supportive. Mm-hmm. Remember Megan Good? Yeah, uh, he got she got divorced. Um, a year ago, uh, yeah, and mm. she's mm. moved on, and yeah. we're happy for the new couple, and we, we, we wish Jonathan all the best. All the best, yeah, exactly. And that's
2: how we wrap up the Bulletin. There is more news on myjoyonline.com. We're grateful to Presidentidentgo and don't forget to brush your teeth with President tonight and in the morning because with President every smile, martyrs. Up next is prime business with Pius Kojo Baka.
8: Investment Limited
28: It's okay. Don't worry, darling. I won't touch your calipo, okay?
9: Okay. Hey, she Papa. Should I need some for you? It's okay, Grandma. You can drink it all. Oh, coffee. I've brought plenty for you.
18: I think you know that, that calipo.
14: A natural fruit juice drink. This advertisement
8: has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
18: Mommy,
6: I'll buy a bag TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you.
12: Mommy, I'll buy a baker. <laughs>
18: Buy a big house. Thank you.
0: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three or four bedroom homes and secure an expense paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer lasts till 31st July, 2023. Terms and conditions apply.
9: Pound Your Style. New Ohema collection from GTP. Now available at any of our accredited dealers nationwide. The business segment is brought to you by EcoBank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
3: Good evening, one more come to Prime Business with me, Paios Kojo Baka. Straight up, barring any unanticipated shocks, inflation is projected to gradually trend downwards, but remain above the upper band of 8% plus or minus 2 until the end of 2025. That's according to the May 2023 monetary policy report by the Bank of Ghana.
30: The report risks to the inflation outlook are fairly tilted to the downside supported by the relative stability in the exchange rate, reduction in ex petroleum prices alongside base drift effects. thus could mute the upward adjustment in administrative prices. Given these considerations, the Monetary Policy Committee decided to maintain the monetary policy rate at 29.5% in May. Headline inflation had already declined significantly by 12.9% between December 2022 and April 2023. However, it surged slightly to 42.2% in May. But the Bank of Ghana believes its latest forecast suggests a inflationary path on the horizon (laughs) supported by the monetary policy tightening, relatively exchange rate stability, and some favorable base drift effects.
3: Meanwhile, Ghana's economy beat most analysts' forecasts, expanding by 4.2% in the first quarter of this year. Well, this is compared with the 3.1% recorded during the same period last year. Here's more from this report. According to figures from the Ghana Statistical Service, the services sector recorded a highest growth of 10.1%, followed by the agricultural sector with a growth rate of 4.8%, and industry contracting by 3.2%. Here is government statistician, Professor Samuel Nenim.
21: Industry sector contracted by 3.2% in the first quarter of 2023. Comparing this to the average growth rate since the first quarter of 2014, we saw that the services sector, in terms of current terms, that is its growth rate in the first quarter of 2023 is about twice the average over the same period. The average for the period quarter 1, 2014 to quarter quarter 1, 2023 was 4.8 compared to 10.1 that has been recorded for the first quarter of 2023. From the agriculture sector perspective, we see a variation of zero point two percentage point as the average for the period quarter one 2014 to quarter one 2023 stood so at 4.6 percent relative to 4.8 only for the first quarter of 2023 indicating a percentage point difference of 0.2 percent
3: but what is accounting for the consistent contraction of the industry sector here is professor kobnenim once again
21: the water and sewage subsector, which contracted by 6.4% in the first quarter of 2023, is for the fourth consecutive time seeing a contraction in water and sewage. From the second quarter of 2022, water and sewage has contracted and it saw its worst contraction in the last quarter of 2022 with a contraction of 13.4%. This contraction has been slowed down, although we still recording a contraction in the first quarter of 2023 it slowed down to 6.4% for the period January to March 2023.
3: 4.2 growth rate represents the fastest pace of economic growth for Ghana since the second quarter of 2022. It is also the 10th consecutive quarter of economic growth recorded by the country. A While longer on the GDP figures, the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry has expressed optimism the industry will bounce back in the next quarter of the year if urgent steps are taken to address the structural challenges facing this sector. Well, the Chamber's comment follows the negative 3.2% contraction recorded for the first quarter, contributing the least to the overall growth rate of the economy of 4.2%. Now, speaking to Joy Business, Chief Executive Officer of the Chamber, Mark bedu Abwaji, appealed to government to review some policies placed on the industry sector to propel growth.
4: Manufacturing is the key to drive our economy. It's the key to make this economy resilient and take up from IMF. So whatever we have to do to ensure that we create the right environment, we have to do it. And these taxes and other things are not the way out. I think we should go back to the drawing board. And this um, uh, report is giving us a clear indication of where our economy is, and it shows how weak our economy is And any other shop will be detrimental to us. So for me, I'm very much concerned we have growth, fine, but we need to ask a critical question of where the growth is coming from and whether this growth is sustainable. In the next quarter, for me, I would have loved that we turn the negatives into positive. But I think it's going to be extremely difficult looking at the kind of negative we have and the kind of um, things that have happened within this short period with the IMF coming in. The increase in utility tariffs would definitely affect the manufacturing sector, and then the taxes, the excise duty, and the growth will also affect the manufacturing sector. So I'm I'm worried, but I'm still hopeful that um, something better will come out of it. That is what we all we all want. We don't want this contraction into the future. It's not good for us. Hopefully, um, there may be some positives in the, uh, next month.
3: The government ended first quarter of this year failing to hit its total revenue and grants target. This was captured in the new Bank of Ghana data covering the government's fiscal operations in the first three months of this year. George Yaffe has the rest of the story.
31: The report showed that from January to March this year, total revenue and grants stood at 26 billion Ghana cities against 34 billion Ghana cities. That was programmed by the finance ministry. When it came to expenditure, government spent 33 billion Ghana cities. However, this was lower than the 52 billion Ghana cities that it was hoping to spend at the end of March this year. Despite recording an expenditure that was lower than what has been programmed, It still ended the first quarter of this year spending 7 billion Ghana cities more than revenue mobilized. It is not clear for now whether the challenges in getting the required revenue for the first quarter of this year forced government to cut expenditure for the first three months of 2023. According to the Bank of Ghana, the Finance Ministry is planning to finance the deficit of the domestic market by raising the required taxes in issuing treasury bills. However, some analysts are worried that if this trend should continue for the next half of this year, that would not be good for government when it comes to financing its operations for the rest of this year. And how this will impact on the budget deficit and even the total debt stock by the end of this year.
3: Away from um, revenue, let's talk um, cocoa this time around. And stakeholders in the cocoa industry are calling for restructuring of legislations and tax regulations in the sector. According to them, these restrictions are affecting farmers' income and hampering the sector's potential for sustainable growth and equitable development. Co-convener for the Ghana Civil Society Cocoa Platform, Obed Obusu-Adai, says the phenomenon has forced many cocoa farmers to lease their lands to illegal miners.
26: Major issues is about cocoa price and how much goes to the cocoa farmer. Mm. Currently, um, per the PPRC's regulation, the cocoa farmer is to get about not less than 70% of the FOB price. And people usually don't know what goes into uh, determining the FOB price. Educators. (laughs) So so one... there is an international market price. Mm-hmm. Let's say um, right now it's doing a bit well. It's about $3, 000, uh, over $3,000 per ton. But before they set the market price for the cocoa farmer, um, there are deductions that are made by cocoa board. Cocoa board does spraying, mass spraying, uh, distribution of fertilizer, and other costs that is associated to their production. They deduct all these things from it. And then they also deduct the LBC margins. Those who go to the, the, the countryside to bring the cocoa beans, they, they, they pay them from it. So the money that is left that is what they share between the cocoa farmer and government and Per the statistics the farmer gets between 68 to 72 percent of that the question we should be asking ourselves is the other part that goes to the cocoa boat what happens to that money 70 percent averaging 70 percent of the FOB price goes to the to the farmer and 30 percent so on, on that 30 percent there is import taxes and all those taxes that government takes from from the farmer the, we, we, we don't particularly have a problem with the tax but what do we do with the taxes that we take every year cocoa board goes to the money market to borrow to buy cocoa beans but for a very long time Mm. we've been taxing the cocoa farmer to the extent that right now the Ghanaian cocoa farmer is poor and the Ghanaian cocoa farmer is only getting 800 cities per bag. Go to our neighbors, The average cocoa farmer is getting about 1,500 cities equivalent per bag In in in, in Togo they are doing around 1,350 Ghana City's equivalent. So you realize that the Ghana cocoa farmer is poor, and he's poor because there's a lot of taxes that the cocoa board is taking from them. There are all these projects and programs cocoa board is running with the taxes they take from cocoa. That um, the the, the um, IMF report is saying that they should even get themselves out of it. Um, cocoa roots and other things that they are doing, which they are taxing the cocoa farmer to fund. And we are saying that the cocoa farmer needs to be able to benefit from cocoa that he is farming. Right. And although we understand that it's a national um, commodity, people need to benefit from it. But the most important person is the cocoa farmer. He needs to benefit. And
15: that's why the farmers are more
26: likely to smuggle their products, their produce to other countries, or give up their farms for illegal mining right exactly and early this year that problem came up there were a lot of um, cocoa uh, beans that were intercepted in the togo border and then in the Coast Iver- border Ghanaians are taking their beans to Ivory Coast and to togo if the price on the local market is not good that is market forces they will find a way to smuggle it outside and we just came from the Western region, where farmers are giving their lands to illegal miners. We, we luckily for us, we went to a, the it's executive. Very serious. Yeah, we went to the executive director of the Ghana Cocoa Initiative, and he saw it first time. And we spoke with farmers; they are giving their lands to um, 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 illegal miners. So, watching
3: Prime Business more after this short break.
13: Selfie, yeah, give me, give me, give me, give me, yeah. Smile,
6: it's
27: sweet, sweet. Let's add some filters. Filters, no.
25: Young Kun is our house. Let's keep it natural. Natural, natural it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey. Natural is definitely better. fruitally the all-natural fruit juice. This advert is FDA approved. Ah,
8: the me sister 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 you, in If Oba, did but you want a Ah, sister, who's
9: you? sugar. That's fast, and easy, and you convenient. If you get LPD, let me see your
13: head. Who okay. are
6: Are you dreaming of a place to call home a space that embraces your lifestyle reflects your taste and brings you joy look no further because the joy news habitat fair is here join us for an extraordinary event that celebrates affordability comfort and luxury in the housing and construction industry in ghana this year, the Joy News Habitat Fair is bringing together the leading players in the housing and construction industry, all under one roof.
28: With a wide range of exhibitors, including developers, architects, interior designers and financiers, the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair has everything you need to turn your vision into a reality. Be part of the 14th edition of the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair, powered by by the planned city extension project from cities and habitats. For further inquiries, please call 0540 110389.
3: Hello, welcome back. The chief executive of Agro Kings Limited, an agricultural organisation, Nana Ussuichao, is urging young entrepreneurs to bring out solutions that address critical issues when venturing into entrepreneurship. According to him, there is um, this is necessary to ensure the sustainability of their businesses. He was speaking at a seminar organised by the University of Ghana College of Education as part of their 75th anniversary.
5: The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6-liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. At
30: the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking... With savings on top brand appliances, like a new LG Counter Depth Max refrigerator with ultra-large capacity on the inside and a seamless look on the outside. Or an LG oven with built-in air fryer for crispier, healthier cooking. Plus, with convenient shopping in-store and online at the Home Depot, your innovative new appliances are just a click away, too. Get special buy savings, plus up to $1,000 off select kitchen appliances like this exclusive LG kitchen package at the Home Depot.
32: The University of Ghana College of Education organized a seminar to equip students and graduate with necessary skills and knowledge to navigate the job market and create employable opportunities for themselves. The seminar was held under the theme, Building Resilience and Embracing Technology. In an interview, Chief Executive of AgroKings Limited, Nana Owusu Echao, advised
33: graduates to set up businesses that meet demands in society. One of the things I've recognized happens a lot in this country is we we raise a lot of need-based entrepreneurs. So people who become entrepreneurs because they've identified that they really need money or because they didn't get a job, so then they go into entrepreneurship. But what I'm trying to encourage most of these graduates to do is go into opportunity-based entrepreneurship, which is when you identify an opportunity in the market, when you identify a particular need that you can meet, you go ahead and do what it takes to actually be able to meet it. Now, that in itself is what sustains the business. So most of us are not dependent on what we can do, but our clients kind of drive what we end up doing. So our rice business has not grown necessarily because of how well we are able to market, as, as, as much as it is the fact that there's a demand for rice and there's a lot of rice that is currently imported. And so if we're able to produce our own, we will be able to Um, um, sell that rice and it doesn't apply just agriculture so for instance most of us most of the cars in the country are probably more than ten thousand dollars worth however we do not have graduates who are mechanics now this is a major challenge because then you've made an investment sometimes of fifty thousand dollars hundred thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars and you put it in the hands of someone who can't even write um without making a spelling mistake or write rear view mirror without making spelling mistakes so you realize that the opportunities in the country are many they are vast they are endless and so if you identify a need or you identify a pain point most Ghanaians go through you are happy to be able to solve that problem and those clients will then continue to build and sustain the business Dean of the School
32: of Education and Leadership Professor Gordon Adika added that a critical way to address graduate unemployment is to intensify deliberate between graduates and industry.
17: Some people lament at every opportunity they get to say that universities are not preparing graduates for the job market. And I believe that is based on their experience with engaging with some fresh graduates in the world of work. While their concerns may have some legitimacy, we should all bear in mind that universities equip holders of bachelor's degrees. With the knowledge and skills that make them function as generalists in a wide array of job spaces, with this understanding, what we should intensify are the interactions between industry and academia. That way, industrial skills requirements can derive or can drive, sorry, aspects of university learning. The synergy would lead to positive.
32: Outcomes. The students were urged to leverage technology and gain skills to develop their ventures.
3: Now, stakeholders in the environment and sustainability sector have called on government to employ technological solutions to mitigate the effects of climate change on Ghana's agricultural produce or face a situation of daft food shortage in the coming years. Speaking at the BFT Environmental Sustainability Summit lecturer at the University of Energy and Natural Resources, Dr. Caleb Mensa said, tech-based solutions will boost the output of yields. Here's more from the summit.
32: The effect of climate change on agriculture poses a serious risk to food security. According to a World Bank report on climate change, the net revenue loss to the agricultural sector could be as much as $133 billion, which accounts for about 4.7% of Africa's total GDP by 2030. Based on this, the Environmental Sustainability Summit was created to deliberate on key actions that will ensure a sustainable environment and prefer technological solutions to mitigate the effects of climate change. Speaking at this year's summit, which focused on sustainable agriculture and resilient agri-food systems, lecturer at the University of Energy and Natural Resources, Dr. Caleb Mensah explained the need to employ technology in fighting climate change. In precision farming, you need to collect data. That's where artificial intelligence uh, systems could be employed here. The use of drones, the use of um, this big data, that's re- uh, the remote sensed uh, data that is the geospatial data, at least it's able to give a very wide coverage over the farms and we are able to know whereby the impacts are very severe and even how we are able to use some of these fertilizers where we are supposed to use the amount all of these with the use of these innovations in precision farming, we are able to determine that because at least the farmer is able to make well informed decisions he just doesn't go to the farm and start applying fertilizers At least with the use of these drones, he's able to even identify within the farm which parts is maybe lacking some kind of nutrients and he needs to also go in there to help head of training and education at the general workers and agricultural union of ghana emilia ganza called on governments to improve education on climate change to farmers we have
6: the policies the implementation and then the people to work ministry of food and agriculture does not have the agriculture agents extension officers, to help the farmers they are very few So they should employ more people to go out there to help the farmers. And then there should be sensitization. Like we said, if we take 12 people,
26: it's about only two who know what is happening and what climate change is about. Even though they feel it and then they know that things have changed, the weather has changed, rainfall patterns have changed, they don't even attribute it to climate
32: change. The BFT Environmental and Sustainability Summit was held on the theme climate change and its impact on food systems and sustainable
3: environment. Thanks so much for watching Prime Business with me, Paios Kujubaka. You can always get business stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. Prime Sports is next, but we'll leave you with some international business.
6: a place to call home a space that embraces your lifestyle reflects your taste and brings you joy look no further because the joy news habitat fair is here join us for an extraordinary event that celebrates affordability comfort and luxury in the housing and construction industry in Ghana this year the joy news habitat fair is bringing together the leading players in the housing and construction industry all under one roof.
28: With a wide range of exhibitors, including developers, architects, interior designers, and financiers, the EcoBank Shoinese Habitat Fair has everything you need to turn your vision into a reality. Be part of the 14th edition of the EcoBank Shoinese Habitat Fair, powered by by the Plan City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats. For further inquiries, please call 0540-110389.
9: Whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kasano, a diya mi ye Papa no. And when I find it, I stick to it. My sister, when you're bell packed tissues, bell pack I bell roll. Bell packed t roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me you suah me mo It's just perfect same as the kitchen towel one bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money it's time you switch to bell pack today Say your pocket tissue table napkin, two roll and a kitchen towel bell pack is simply the best it's just perfect so good like
8: it's
13: only
8: no, 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 the malaria will knock you down, eh? Joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. You and your fufu, but I hope you it got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time.
20: When malaria strikes, take malatu, containing artemita and lumefantrine, comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you there. Thank,
15: you. Thank you. No problem.
20: Malat 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
8: Sports segment is brought to you by. Commander DBS Industries to Youth.
25: Let's go to DBS Industries.
1: Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao, and a start-off from Parliament. Well, the Speaker of Parliament, Albin Kinsfon Sumana Bagman, has pledged to support Sport Sporting Club ahead of their participation in next year's CAF Champions League. Well, the Speaker, the Moes and Yellows, have an opportunity to represent Ghana in next year's CAF Champions League after winning the season's top-flight football league. Now, the triumph follows uh, the just-ended Ghana Premier League season. Now, the speaker did commit to give the club some hundred thousand Ghana cities as part of their celebrations and uh, were presented with our money. Speaker assured them and charged them to give their very best when they represent Ghana in the CAF Interclub competition.
23: Medeva is here today as you warmly welcome them this morning to present the trophy
30: to the Speaker and Members of Parliament for their support and blessings during the season and the trophy is here at the chamber as you can see. However, Mr. Speaker, nidema will be representing Ghana for the CAF Championship and it is our plea that Ghanaians will give their support to the team for a successful tournament to his aid. You have emphasized the need for us to invest in sports. I want to see that in you. I don't only really want to hear it. And so I want to, on your behalf, commit the House to go in with them all the length to the continent to ensure that they win the African Cup for Ghana. This I will proceed to enforce whether you say I or no. And so when they approach the house through the speaker, I will know the means I will use to get the investment from you to the club to ensure that they get the necessary resources, the necessary logistical support and the necessary motivation to surprise the continent by winning the cup. Yes, I'm a patron. <laughs> and so, as, as the patron, I will ensure that that is done. So, ma Elsie, I want to assure you the house is with you and I'll proceed to pledge which you can take up from me anytime an amount of hundred thousand Ghana cities now to support your activities. The honorable duty minister could receive it for and on your behalf and please is the time to celebrate business time to, to enjoy and to refresh and to motivate and incentivize yourself for the tasks ahead. We are with you. Congratulations, congratulations and congratulations. And I end with this statement a thing of beauty is a joy forever.
1: Meanwhile, well, some members of parliament to the floor to call for proper management and investment of football clubs in the country while charging government to improve the country's sports infrastructure and urging former players to help in talent identification and grooming.
22: Business football must always move in tandem. And so
23: there's a need for the top owners to also be out there and talk about their clubs and the successes and open up. And be quite transparent in terms of what comes in and how they are spent because that really is a challenge and I hear a lot of them complaining bitterly this time around knowing that it's in a way affecting the performance of those clubs. Calling on government for support
5: is good but they might not get everything they want from government. Football is not a big business congratulations to my good friend uh, Mr. Parker. I watched the last um, African Cup of Nations uh, Club Championship between Alali and WAC of Morocco. Alali won the trophy 3-2. And if you look at the quality of play, it should tell you that those countries are investing in their academies. Companies are investing in football and sports in general. That is why Morocco could get to the semi-final stage of the last World Cup. If you look at the Senegalese team, it should tell you that some old players are putting money into academies. Patrick Vieira and co. They are putting in big money. What are former national stars doing in Ghana? Everybody is saying government must contribute. How much can government put in football? Go to the sports village of Mamlodi Sundowns, Pirates, Chiefs. And you think you are somewhere in Europe. If you don't invest in sports, you won't get the results. A large Groza, King Faisal, one man, how much can he support King Faisal with? So we all, we all have to go back to the drawing table and look at how football is financed and how sports is financed to be able to win the trophies that we want this country to win. Else. We'll be wearing our national team shirts, going to the stadium and coming back home with high blood pressure and and disappointments. Mr. Speaker, we've all heard about the rules of Ghana
23: football and ever so often we hear people saying people must put in money. Mr. Speaker, how do you put your money? Who on this planet puts your money into a venture when you are told that officiating is problematic? Facilities are problematic. The training regime is not fit for purpose. And there's no clear route as to whether, even if you invest 10 CDs, whether you even get your 10 CD back. So Mr. Speaker, until we have a system where Ghana football gets these issues resolved, it is going to be difficult. It's not as if Ghanaians don't have the ability to uh, invest in football. That is why I take the opportunity to uh, congratulate those who have uh, risked to invest in uh, this venture, especially those who have invested in Mediama, uh, as a result of which this uh, glory is coming. But Mr. Speaker, I would encourage GFA to look at this. It is common, it may, it may be wrong, it is common knowledge that the quality of the infrastructure in many of the, at many of the places is not fit for purpose. Uh, For instance, if you were to have a football club and the players are as good as anything, you need to be able to conduct or organize your football matches in such a way that people who are actually going to the stadium to watch the match are safe. And then two, you'll be able to get your gate fees. But we don't have enough stadia in this country that can have that uh, organized properly. So infrastructure is a good uh, thing we should look at.
1: Now, away from that, Okoye United Football Club have secured a return to the Division 1 League after beating Pelicans on match day four in the Eastern Regional Football Association's Middle League. Okoye United headed into the penultimate game of the league two points ahead of second place Live Now Academy, knowing that a win for them and a defeat for the latter will secure promotion to the second tier of Ghana's football. The Nkoko Bay side emerged 3-1 winners over Pelicans. Earlier today, while live, now suffered a one-two loss to Right to Dream Academy. The Results mean Accra United win the Middle League with a game to spare, and will play in the Division One League during the 2023-24 season. Accra United suffered relegation to Division Two in 2017, and have been struggling to make a return since then. However, the success this season means they have a chance to fight for a return to the Ghana Premier League at the end of next season. Now away from the local scene to some story in Europe and it's Arsenal who are ready to listen to offers for midfielder Thomas Partey who is attracting enquiries as Michele Teta seeks to reshape his midfield. Arsenal are continuing talks for West Ham Declan Rice and are keen on Southampton's Romeo Lavia while they plan to make an improved offer for Chelsea forward Kai Havertz. But the rebuilding as the Ghana's contend with Champions League football as well as bidding to go one better at the top of the Premier League table it is likely the club will consider letting players leave. Before joining Ghanas, Thomas Fate was at Atletico Madrid, rising through their youth team ranks before reaching the B team and then the senior side. A Ghanaian midfielder joined Arsenal in 2020 and has played 99 games for the club, netting five goals. Some Saudi clubs have reportedly expressed interest in signing the Ghanaian midfielder with Arsenal open to the sale of the player. Now, joining me via Zoom is Joy Sports Daniel Crantin to help us appreciate exactly what is happening to the future of Thomas Pate. Daniel, thanks so much for making time uh, with us here on Prime Sports. Tell me, why is Arsenal keen or even open to letting Thomas Partey go? Um, Party's age, is 30
8: and um, you mentioned the fact that he's played only 99 times for Arsenal in three seasons, which is not necessarily the best if you consider the the length of time he spent on the sidelines due to his injury problems so we consider this player Arsenal bought in um, 45 million pounds when he joined back in 2020 he was expected to be a key figure as part of the Arsenal team his first two seasons were riddled with injuries and last season was basically the only time we saw him um, survive a full season play. Um, it's like a key role in, in, in what we saw in they with another finishing second in the Premier League. Mm. Now, I also remember that Aslan also made a purchase in a similar player of parties mode in George Junior back in January mm. and that gave with most of us the indication that we were starting to think about life um, after party. Now, I said it, uh, when you consider age, you consider his injury problems. Remember, in Ghana, you remember the fact that in March, uh, during the last um, international window, we saw now take uh, a private physio and send him with party to the Ghana camp, mm. and they spent quite an amount of money uh, making sure that he's fit throughout the season. And you can also understand that, look, for a team that battles for the, the title last season, they want to take it a step further, and if you want to take it a step further, you need players in certain positions who can guarantee you fitness throughout the, the, the course of the season. Um, we know that Shaka is already leaving Arsenal. He's mm-hmm. uh, over thirty. Partey is thirty years old. You look know at the, the, the types of players that Arsenal are going in for. You mentioned this Romeo Lavia is a youngster. Declan Rice is a youngster. Uh, We've mm-hmm. heard Arsenal interested in Kaise So it looks like they are trying to reshape that midfield into young players who can guarantee them a certain uh, number of years going forward. And um, Partey just doesn't fit the bill. And I feel I, I feel like look when you consider the fact that Partey was a player who was. And um, very dear to Mikel Atete's heart was pushed and pushed and pushed for that deal um, from Adetigo Gumabi to now to happen. And now he's the same person saying that he feels like his three seasons is enough and he wants the player to move on. I, w- I, 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 would, I would understand why why he's doing that.
1: But well, we understand that, that there's been interest from Saudi Arabia. Of course, Saudi Arabia been in the market looking to snap quite a number of Premier League players. We already know Kevin Benz is headed there. N'Golo Kante, who will come to pretty shortly, is also headed there. But interest from Saudi Arabia for Thomas Partey. Uh, Is this a deal you will sign off? Do you think Thomas Partey should possibly just end the rest of his 30? You know he's now 30. I'm not sure how many years more he's going to play. But will you sign off a deal to Saudi Arabia or you should stay in Europe somewhere? Um, It depends on how you look at things. Uh, If
8: you are looking at things from a, a strictly footballing point of view, um, last season was one of Thomas Partey's best seasons in, in, in Europe, uh, certainly his best in the Premier League since he came. Uh, there were times during the season where he was being compared to the likes of Casemiro and Rodriguez, the standout best DM in the Premier League. And that just shows how good he was. So for a player to come off the back of that season and then choose to go to Saudi Arabia the following season, for me, it's, it's, I, I would not go for that. I still feel like if Partey leaves Arsenal, there are still a, a number of big teams that he can literally walk into and then, and take a hold of and, and, and show something uh, very positive for. You look at leagues like Syria, who have been in prominence in the past couple of seasons. We saw how well Syria teams did in European competitions. And for somebody like Partey, that league with a, a slower tempo, you expect him to go there and, and, and probably dominate that league. And I remember, remember I said, look, when you look at players in Partey's movement, they, they tend to last quite long in their career. So we are talking about the the Perus, the uh, Sergio Busquets, even Jorginho is over 30, he's still doing his business that role doesn't require a lot of physical effort, so if you are in the right league, in the right system, there's no reason why you can't, you can't prolong your career for a uh, fair, and I feel like um, if Arsenal want to upload him, that is fine, maybe the Premier League is just a bit too intense for him and we've seen that with the sort of uh, fitness issues he's had, but if he's able to go to a league like Syria um, or even back to Spain I think he can, he can still be at the top of the European game for a while because he's, he's, he's far from done. But again, if you also think about it from the, uh, the money point of view, we know that he wasn't necessarily one of the highest earners in, in Atletico Madrid. His first real big contract came when he went to Arsenal, and it's just been three seasons. So it's also another opportunity for him to go to the Saudi League and catch out big before his, his career ends. So just, whatever part he chooses, you can, you can understand because, as I said, um, thirty years old. If he can, if he goes to Saudi Arabia, basically he spends the rest of his career there. But if you also know the number of or the amount of money that some of these players are making in, in, in Saudi Arabia. It's also the perfect um, retirement plan. But I feel personally, if I was Partey's advisor, I would say that stay in Europe for the next two three seasons. Maybe Syria, a team like Juventus could use him. We hear that uh, Tonali is leaving um, AC Milan to to Newcastle United. Partey can easily slot into that AC Milan team stay in Europe for the next two, three seasons, and then you can move to Saudi when you are 33 to to compete um, your your, your career. And also even from the the Ghana point of view, Mm.
13: um,
8: he's he's not necessarily given the sort of performances that we expect him to in a Ghana shirt, and we are moving into a very critical point in this national team's uh, journey where we would need him to be playing top-class competitive football. So to have um, the captain of this team who is currently clubless and the vice-captain of this team who is playing in Saudi and then the, the second deputy, Amin um, Amati, who is also cloudless. It, it doesn't help the black stars at all.
1: Great. Daniel, thanks so much. We appreciate your perspective on this, Thomas math and Of course, we'll keep tabs on it and see where the Ghanaian deputy captain heads to, whether you go to Saudi Arabia or possibly end up in Europe. Let's talk about Chelsea midfield in Kante now because he is, has joined Saudi Arabia champions Ali Tihad on a three-year deal. 32 year old who won the 2018 Walker with France joins up with compatriot Karim Benzema, who left Real Madrid and signed a three year contract with the Saudi side earlier this week. Reports suggest the former Leicester City midfielder has signed a contract worth around 8 to 6 million euros a year. Ali Tihad, are managed by former Wolves and Tottenham boss Nuno Espirito Santo, and finished five points ahead of Cristiano Ronaldo's Al Nassr, who came second last season. Ingolo Canto won the Champions League, Premier League Europe the Europa League and FA Cup during his time with a club. But how did his journey begin to this level of winning the Premier League, winning the World Cup, and now ending up in Saudi Arabia? The Premier League put together this story to tell the untold story of Ingola Kante.
34: My premier souvenirs at Royal Malmaison Maison, c'était la vie de famille. Dans la maison où je vivais avec ma famille et, euh, et euh, je pense dès, dès jeune, j'ai, j'ai développé cet amour pour le foot. J'ai juste grandi comme quelqu'un de mon âge, c'est-à-dire essayer de faire bien à l'école, essayer de, de prendre du plaisir à, à ce que j'aimais, c'est-à-dire le foot, sortir avec les amis. Je me suis inscrit à Suren et, et, et j'ai appris la vie en club, et les entraînements, les matchs et, et À partir de là, j'ai commencé ma première année de, de football.
19: Ah, le premier souvenir d'Angolo, c'est un tout petit bout de chou qui n'était pas plus haut que la table, <rire> qui faisait 1m20 faisait un mètre, un mètre à peine euh, et qui venait avec un grand sourire euh, pour euh, s'entraîner euh, discrètement et jouer au football. Il a tout, tout le temps été avec son petit sourire à mener sa, pour sa petite vie, quoi. Mais c'est sûr que les histoires vécues quand vous êtes jeune, elles vous accompagnent toute votre vie. hein.
34: Je pense qu'en étant suraine, ben j'avais pris l'habitude de travailler dur, de travailler beaucoup, parce que euh, je me rappelle que une des choses que que les dirigeants de suraine aimaient bien faire, c'était me surclasser avec euh, l'âge au-dessus de moi. Donc je jouais avec des joueurs plus physiques, plus grands, peut-être avec plus d'expérience que moi mais euh, je compensais avec beaucoup de travail, beaucoup de de tenacité.
19: Ce qui était étonnant à l'époque, c'est qu'avec cette cette capacité d'endurance, il Il avait cette explosivité qui 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 lui permet de de, de changer les appuis d'aller très vite là où il veut quoi voilà mais athlétiquement oui c'était un monstre donc euh, Edgelo dès qu'il était tout petit chez nous euh, a toujours été euh, comme une fourmi il était toujours il il courait beaucoup il se dépassait beaucoup toujours très intelligemment
34: C'est une méthode de travail que j'ai, que j'ai, que j'ai gardée en, en grandissant. Et euh, je pense qu'aujourd'hui, quand je suis sur le terrain ou quand je peux, c'est de tout donner. Parce que le savour d'être là voilà aujourd'hui, c'est euh, le, résultat, le résultat de beaucoup de travail. Et euh, c'est ce qui me fait le joueur que je suis aujourd'hui.
19: Aujourd'hui, on dit « tacle ». N'Golo, il tacle pas. N'Golo, il allait prendre la balle dans les pieds c'est pas la même chose et personne ne pouvait imaginer quand il avait 10, 11 ans qu'il arriverait où il est aujourd'hui
34: ça c'était mes premières années ensuite euh, en grandissant, en devenant adolescent bah, gagner des championnats c'est ce que j'ai fait beaucoup de fois avec avec le club de Surenne monter des divisions, essayer de d'atteindre le top niveau. Et ce qui s'est passé, c'est que euh, ces personnes-là, comme Pierre, comme Thomas, comme d'autres éducateurs, comme euh, des coéquipiers, c'est ces personnes-là qui m'ont fait comprendre que c'était possible euh, d'atteindre les centres de formation, les nouveaux professionnels. J'ai commencé à y croire et à travailler encore plus dur pour atteindre ces objectifs. Et euh, ça s'est fait un peu tard, il y a eu pas mal d'échecs. Mais au final, je suis content d'être là aujourd'hui. C'est mes premiers trophées euh, en tant que joueur professionnel. Non, ça représente beaucoup, ça représente des beaux moments. Et, euh, et aujourd'hui, voilà, c'est des, c'est des beaux souvenirs. C'est mes premiers pas en Angleterre avec Leicester, une saison exceptionnelle. Et mes premiers pas à Chelsea, ma première saison avec un titre de première ligue.
19: Donc la grande fierté, c'est, c'est qu'on a pu guider N'Golo. Le, lui montrer que la réussite dans la vie le football c'est une chose mais qu'être quelqu'un de bien dans la vie c'est beaucoup plus important et N'Golo, de grande fierté c'est l'image qui donne du football parce que quand N'Golo c'est le chouchou de tout le monde non,
34: c'est vrai que ça a été euh, ouais. une, une belle aventure. Je pense qu'il y a une partie de moi qui est toujours l'enfant, qui qui était euh, quand j'avais 10 ans. Mais entre temps, il y a a beaucoup de choses qui ont évolué. On aspire à beaucoup d'autres choses que quand j'étais petit.
19: Il était adoré par tout le monde. Mais pas seulement, bah, Comme on on choisit les les équipes. Il était toujours choisi en première parce que tout le monde voulait gagner. Tout le monde l'aime, N'Golo, il il attire beaucoup d'affection dans le vestiaire, uniquement par son comportement.
34: Au final, c'est la volonté, le travail, les rencontres qui m'ont permis d'être là aujourd'hui. Et et Ça a été un beau parcours et j'espère que ça va continuer encore.
1: And that's all I have for you on Prime Sports tonight with me, Razak Musbal. There's more on myjoyonline.com for sports. To have a lovely evening.
9: Sports segments.
25: was brought to you by? DBS Industries to Youth. Let's go to DBS Industries.